Achievement unlocked. Two players and a podcast now loaded. Welcome back, dreamers and flam family. This is Two Peas in a Pod, brought to you by General Andrews and Liberty Flam. And we are sponsored by the 8-Bit Dojo and ESN, where we aim to be selfless, not selfish. Also today with us, our guest, Steph of Anime, will be joining. This is episode 12 of season 3. Don't cry, it's just an anime. <laughs> hey, and we are joined today with Steph of Anime once again. How are you doing today, Steph? Hi, thanks for having me. You know, they say third time's the charm. So I think today is going to be a really special podcast, like something magical might happen. Like, I don't know, maybe a superhero is going to jump into the podcast or something crazy. <laughs> well, that superhero just might be Flippity Flam. How are you doing today? Flippity? Hello, General and Steph. Welcome back. It, it, it is Hello. magical the third time. It's going to be great. <laughs> So we've decided that we have not exhausted our ability to interact with each other, especially on the topic of anime. And thus we want to go ahead and meet up again and just go at it. Uh, anyone watch any recent animes that they want to talk about at all? Oh my gosh. There's so much that's airing. Actually, I feel like mm -hmm. I'm struggling between even still finishing last season stuff. And now we're moving into April at the time of this recording. And I'm not even ready for like the new fruits basket that's coming out, which I'm very, very excited for that. Um, this season, I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen, a great shonen. Can't go wrong. Um, okay. Hori Mia on my romantic slice of life. Um, Skate the Infinity has been my sports anime. I have all the different oh, genres checked look off. Look at you. Yeah. Um, those are the ones off the top of my head, and I know that I'm missing some that I'm definitely forgetting about. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I did watch that this season. Very cool. So you're much more on the up-to-date kind of flow. Like, I am so off on all that stuff. Like, what I do a lot of times is I like to binge for anime. And when that happens is I always get very sad knowing this might be a multiple season anime. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, don't get through it yet. Wait till you have two or three seasons to get through. Catch up on the other stuff that you haven't seen. And then we'll kind of get to the new thing. So you have a little bit to go. So I've been catching up on a bunch of sports anime. Uh, and it's <laughs> I'm surprised how much I really do enjoy the sports anime. Uh, yes. They're side of so things. good. Is they, one of those Haikyuu? Because Haikyuu yeah, is phenomenal. Because yeah. <laughs> I had originally, the only first anime I had started watching for sports, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to try this, let's go with my favorite sport, which is baseball. Let's see here. And that's when I watched Mix. And then I was like, okay, this is pretty darn good. And then there was no season two yet. I was like, oh, man, okay. And then I got into... Um, and why, what, what's it called again? Oh my gosh. Uh, big wind up. And that one was really good. And plus a bunch of different voice actors that I had recognized. I was like, this is awesome. But then season two was only in sub and I'm not very good at going. If I, whatever I'm committed to sub or dub, that's what I stay with. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh no. So I didn't continue to watch that series. And that was really good. And then haiku came around and it was just like, you know what? This stuff's pretty darn good. <laughs> I love Haikyuu. I actually still need to finish season four. Um, I totally relate to what you were saying. For me, it really depends. You know, I like to be involved with the current season so that I can be on Twitter and know what everybody's talking about when people are talking about it. But at the same time, there's so much on my list that I haven't seen yet. And so, you know, there are some days I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to watch this show. I, I'm really in the mood for this type of genre. But then other times I'm like, you know what? It's only one episode out right now. Let's 
give it a shot and then I either forget to keep up with it or, you know, I keep up with it every single week. It's a 50-50 what happens. <laughs> How about you, Flip? Man, there's so many out. <laughs> it's, it's right. Hard. I like, think you're finishing up one right now, right? I was finishing up Hunter Hunter. Cool. <gasps> nice. I, I have so many people who are watching that right now. It's so good. Calculated. It's so good. But I had to do the flip where I was watching it in dub and then had to flip to sub. Mm-hmm. And soul. Ugh, <laughs> dude, I know. I'm like Jen. I can't do it. Like it's really hard. Because I did that with my hero too. And I was like, wow. I almost didn't watch my hero. And I know there's a new uh, one of that out, and I haven't seen. Yeah, that season yet. five. Oh, I'm see that. Uh, I love the dub to my hero is absolutely phenomenal. It's, it's so, so good. good. But I can't wait. So I watch it subbed, and then the I next week if the dub either. is out, I watch it. I watch it both. Because <laughs> the yeah, sub yeah. for that is really good. So it was really hard when I when when I went back to sub. I was like, these aren't them. <laughs> not them well that's my thing is just that i, I grow an attachment to uh, exactly the individual right doing that character so therefore now i'm attached to that character in that way that they express that character so a good example of one that is completely opposite would be such as goku and dragon yeah. ball z right they intentionally have it be you know his original casting was um a older woman's voice I, can't, I don't know how old necessarily, but an older woman's voice to make him sound very, very opposite of what he was supposed to be, right? Compared to more of this high-pitched kind of doofy sound that he is known in the North American dubbed version of Dragon Ball Z. And so it's just such an interesting uh, concept to me when, you know, how they're trying to paint something one way and you go in here and these other ones, you're like, oh, it's not quite the same. No, I can't do it. Um and that's where I, that's where I get stuck. Those who want to watch it that way, go for it. Like I said, I think both of you like that's so brave, and I, I commend you for so you know, the fact that you, you take those chances and you still are like no, I still love it. I love it all. And I'm like wow. Mm. You know, it's cool because in a way you get a different overall experience because mm -hmm. especially when you take into account the cultural differences and you can't have exact translations for certain scenes. Yes the way that the lines are delivered is different and not in a bad way, but it's just one's a more westernized experience and one's a more Eastern. So I kind of love to see the different approaches that a double take versus a sub. And it's pretty cool. I think how, how do you translate something that has no translation? I think, you know, especially in Japanese, sometimes they'll say something in English, right? And it's funny. Mm -hmm. Like that's the, it's supposed to be for a comedic effect that they're saying it dramatically in English, but you can't dub that. So you have to find a way to still translate this as a joke and so it's very cool that's a great way of putting it actually because like i when i do watch subspecific anime and usually they're kind of more quirky or slice of life anime that just haven't gotten the same kind of pull to be into the dub realm that i feel like i'm able to experience more of how it was intended to be because it's not being translated therefore nothing's being lost in translation mm -hmm. and so i experienced it in that manner but it's kind of cool that how you do the same thing but within the same exact anime where it's like oh this is their way that they would have gone about it oh this is why they did this okay okay i see that i i like that mm -hmm. yeah and i'm always so big on talking about that because there are so many people on the internet and they'll complain and say yes. you know this is technically not the exact same subtitle but you really have to think about it like there's no way when a language is so completely different you know, and also certain cultural niches and jokes like the nosebleed archetype, mm -hmm, right? Where mm -hmm. you get a nosebleed when you see a character you find really attractive. That's a very Eastern thing. You don't see that ever <laughs> in Western cartoons. Unless someone's getting beat up, they're not going to start right. bleeding. 
right? And so it's stuff like that where you kind of have to ease your way into it or find another way to make this funny, you know? <laughs> That's such a good point because there's so often when you try to explain it to somebody what it is and they just won't, they don't accept the information almost. They're like, they okay, don't but, get it completely. Yeah. No, I just told you the why, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not too much deeper than that. It's, it's pretty much they find them attractive. So the blood, you know, is kind of circulating through the body. Hey, and then psh, nosebleed. Yeah, but that's not going where I'm like, Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, it's and not to mention it's a whole production. You know, sometimes you also have to think people will sometimes blame a lot of the dub actors if they don't like the way certain lines were delivered. But a lot of times that's the script writing. You know, there's also mm -hmm. an ADR director involved, and so there, there's so much that goes into a dub. And I love. I think everybody does such a great job when they translate anime and get the licenses and all that sort of stuff. But uh, there are people who just get so angry and don't understand the whole process. So I'm like, wait, let's talk about it. <laughs> I don't understand. How would they be able to do it this way if that's not how it works? Well, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because we've kind of already started talking about these things in a very almost personal or even an emotional attachment to certain ways we go about things. I always find it very offensive when anyone tries to tell people not to do something one way or not to do something uh, another way. Thus, mm -hmm. have any of you ever had people comment on you or at least of your friends when they're, you know, talking about how much they like certain anime and they tell you, don't cry over an anime. And you're like, wait, what? Or it's just an anime. Why are you crying? Any of these kind of terminologies or phrases, I'm just thinking to myself like, wait, but you just cried over your team that just lost on a last second, you know, basket <laughs> on on TV. I mean, that's you're not you're not them, dude. It's different. It's different. Those no, are it's actually totally different. Bro. Those are actual like, people. I used to play basketball, used... dude. But that was like 20 years ago, bro. I connect with it emotionally. <sighs> you know, like you just don't get it, dude. It's like, it's like, no, I get it, but you're not catching the drift here, like. So I don't know for sure if any of you have heard it, or if you have, how have you combated or maybe made a teachable moment for individuals? Steph? Oh my gosh. I feel like I could talk about this for hours. There's Ooh. so much we can go into. Um, I'm very grateful that now as an adult, I don't keep people in my life who would be like that, who are condescending, okay. who are not open-minded to your passions. As long as you are not hurting anybody I don't see why you should feel the need to bring somebody down, especially in the way like that said, right? Like, oh, mm -hmm. don't cry. It's just this. Well, you don't share yeah. the same experience that I do. What? But I will say growing up, like I definitely got bullied for liking anime and it was really upsetting and not even just don't cry because it's just an anime, but, you know, just for liking what anime is. And I feel That's like now fair. we're in a better place where anime and even video games I, I feel like you could apply this also to just video games in general people were a lot more condescending about it where if you wanted to play pokemon you know their pokemon was really cool at one point and then it was really uncool in school to yes, like pokemon so man. there there was kind of this transitionary phase where it's same thing with anime where people would be like what you're into that that's really weird it's japanese especially me being in the west side of the world right people right, were like correct. why are you into that but I mean, I think what's super important in scenarios like that is uh, surrounding yourself with people who are going to uplift you and be understanding. You, someone doesn't have to connect with you on the same type of show, but if you right. have an experience with it, that's just as valid, you know? 
I, I totally agree with that because it, it's so interesting where, you know, the validity in what somebody else does becomes a, a topic between people, especially when people really don't even know each other. So somebody might know you uh, because, let's say, you do a lot of Pokemon content, right? Mm-hmm. And you've even done it on larger stages. That's why more people might be able to see you. And now they have a reason to comment on your stuff and maybe might bring up something of that nature. And you're like, but wait we don't know each other why, why are you questioning my validity on the fact that i i, I want to cry over this thing as an example mm-hmm. um and I, I felt the same exact way um and also being a male showing emotion as a male is you know been a a faux pas for i don't know how many centuries is it a millennia i don't know by now mm-hmm. but uh that's another thing right so now you myself being a male and actually that's the, one of the reasons i really like anime is i want it to actually move me we're like did that scene did that person dying did that scenario that happened did that make me cry which is way Mm -hmm. different necessarily than something that make me mad i actually referenced this just the other week i really hate the beginning of jojo's bizarre adventure because there's (laughs) oh god here we go again that is terrible and i was not you think oh that'd make me sad no i was just angry at that stuff a little bit different right even though there was death and carnage involved in that kind of scenario and so it's such an interesting fact to me that you know people would want to go and push that so flippity flam i know you've dealt with people telling you what to do or how to think or how to be has this happened to you oh always ah (laughs) i was gonna say what what really came to the forefront of my mind is that everybody's got different tastes and and what they like right like sure you we all grew up watching tiny tunes but you know you Mm -hmm. watched akira and you were the weird one <laughs> yes which i get it because akira is really weird but <laughs> <laughs> it is it's, it's an extreme yeah really. it's an extreme but it was still in that that whole genre like i i have a friend um and he likes anime but certain types of anime mm-hmm. and i always like default to him when i think somebody's trying to judge me i'm like well he he just likes animes that make him like want to cry inside okay and that's that's all he likes is just like really really messed up ones so he like really likes attack on titan i'm like oh that's cool <laughs> okay all right yeah you see wanting to get that emotional response from it now doesn't yeah. say like i, I want to cry where like i need to be just be bawling all the time or something but like yeah. where the the story is pulling me in i, I yeah. have a connection to these characters that's why i feel i'm able to do a good job of recognizing voices of a lot of uh voice actors um as they're doing their parts and even though i'm like oh i can tell you're totally in it you know that, that's you but in their respective role, they still do a good job because why they, they actually have a good emotional resonance when they are acting out their lines. Absolutely. And I, I think it's the same thing when it comes to movies and video games. It's a testament to how well the writing is, the story is when it makes you feel something, even if it's not real. And even with books, right? It was like any mm-hmm. sort of media, if yes. they're able to do that then it's doing a great job. And I agree with you. I definitely love when I can have one of those moments, even though it'll fill a little hole in my heart if something really sad happens. I will be so grateful for that experience because you only get to experience it that like that once, you know, for the first time. You're not going to watch it again and it's going to give you the same exact thing. No. Granted, there are some OSTs that do trigger me a little and I'll start crying when I think about them. But, uh, you know, that that first time experience is something special. Now, that's actually a a question I wanted to bring up for tonight's topic is when you've had these moments, we can talk about some specific ones as we go along. But will you rewatch those moments? 
Oh man, I, this is going to be really funny. I'm curious if either of you do that. Maybe mm. maybe I'm a masochist, but there are times where I will just rewatch the saddest episode just just because like it moved me so much. I'll be like, "Oh, Toradora, let me just watch the last few episodes and just cry my eyes out and, and feel happy at the end." <laughs> Yeah, that's what I did for Metal Alchemist when, you know, Edward. No! Uh, I just kept rewinding that back and forth. <laughs> I guess you're taking a step out of or a page out of Steph's book there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Jesus okay, Marshall. I will I will rewind it a million times, but like say I haven't watched the show in three months, I'll be like, okay. man. I want to feel something today or like I'll just be in that mood. I'll be like, all right, let's rewatch this. If I don't have the time to rewatch all 25 episodes. That's that's fair. I I, I will just rewatch the series more than likely. And then once I get to that part, I'll, I'll, I'll get pulled into an abyss of my own emotions and, you know, self re realization. Oh, my gosh, this is amazing. But so, so you know, <laughs> so good. But I hate it. But I love it. <laughs> you know, you're grabbing tissues, but then you're throwing them back across the room because you don't need that box. But you really do need that box. So you go and crawl and you grab a tissue again because you need it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I enjoy rewatching those. Now, I've had obviously other anime where I enjoy the anime, but they had a really, for me, a bad experience episode for the anime. And I'll skip that one. Uh, an example would be Ancient Magus Brian. I will oh. skip the episode of the cats where they uh that's more than enough oh. anyone who watched it that knows about the cat and the cat spells and all that kind of stuff i will not rewatch uh that episode even though i find the anime uh to be quite redeeming even though it's kind of got some interesting overall um arc points i do like that show a lot but i understand <laughs> okay good so you understand what i'm talking i don't want to spoil for anyone out there who hasn't yeah. seen it and uh but yeah that's definitely an experience i'm like oh like i was i, I felt icky right like i really mm -hmm. did i was like this oh, is terrible like i can't i want to fast forward right now i want to fast forward you know kind of situation um so i experienced it learned why that was important and then yeah like i'll just skip i know the episode i'm just gonna skip it i've seen it before i'm good <laughs> It's too intense for me. So obviously I just started talking about a moment that moved me um, in a very yucky way. How about back to these <laughs> maybe feel good uh, ways of being moved? What's one that moved you, Steph, that you really would want to experience with others? Let them know like this was such a good moment for me in anime. I was really moved by it. Maybe you expected it. Maybe you didn't. Oh, I have I have so many. I have to limit this. I'm gonna tell a story um about one that was really special to me. I watched a show called Angel Beats. Um, if oh, any of you guys have seen I, that. I know you're talking about. I have not seen it yet though. And it's hard to talk about this because I don't want to spoil it, but I, I guess to be very vague about it, that show mm -hmm. touched me so much when I watched it. I made sure that when I got um my driver's license, I uh, was an organ donor because there's a really wow, big moment okay. in that show related to that and i was so touched and realized just how important it is to do that and the ways you can save somebody's life and so i i always tell people that that show is single-handedly the reason why that when i went to renew my driver's license i made sure it was checked off that i'm an organ donor if anything happens to me because oh man it, it hits you in the feels hard but there's so many i could list many more but i'll let you guys talk first and i can i can give you guys a few more but that, that that's that always the first really, thing go. that's impressive where something in the anime actually makes you go introspective 
Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, like really introspective and, and changing your outlook or maybe just adding to your outlook. Like, you know what? I was already thinking about doing that before, but like, this is this is why I was thinking it, and this confirms it. Versus, you know, what my trepidations might have been, and it's like, no, okay, <laughs> you moved me. I get it. Let's go. That's really cool. Flip, do you have anything of that nature? It sounds like you aren't into um, uh, chimera breeding of sorts. Or- yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything life changing like that because oh, okay. I haven't <laughs> successfully bred a chimera yet. But that's just yet. Oh no. Yeah. Oh hey, no. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> it's- Flippity okay, tucker. I'm in the desert. I have plenty of <laughs> plenty of scorpions and and, and, and guys. Every mix, dude, let's just talk about that here for a second. Everything's awake now. It's now okay. ninety to hundred degrees, and everything is awake. I can't go outside without running into something <laughs> big and scary and something I don't want to deal with. <laughs> I am. I can imagine. So now, did you run into something big and scary in an anime as well, dude? Always. I was going to say, probably, like, because I watched the original Full Metal Alchemist growing up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just the bond between the brothers was really good, and it brought me closer to my brother. So it's like, oh, look at this. That is good. I'm so glad you say that, because I remember for myself throughout that series, um, where there was the moments uh, where... It just seemed there. They, it was impossible. What was in front of them was going to become impossible. Like, yeah. Like, they exactly. want for them to push through that, right? They, they wanted mm. to, like, everyone else always tell them it's not possible. It's not going to happen. And I'm someone who I've heard that a lot in my life is, you know, oh, that's a silly idea. Or just go do this, for example. And so what that does for me is build a chip on me. I'm like, oh, yeah? All right, fine. <laughs> Let's go. Like, I don't need to argue them on it and i'm not gonna i don't need to waste my time on i've learned you know i was a kid i I learned but nowadays it's like okay fine i will show you and so that's how that continued to progress in that anime and it just made it i i I can understand that feel and that that vibe absolutely wow that's full metal is such an amazing show still my number one of all time that whole franchise is just amazing they did such there there was a lot of really good emotional responses in fma for myself i could go on i'll just go and transition into that uh one of them that really got me uh was the way that they showcased um roy mustang's feelings of losing a friend Mm. and therefore his way obviously he get caught up in the the rage side of things which makes sense. He's he's a flame alchemist. So like again, it, it builds into what you know their abilities are, which is kind of led to their either hard headedness, uh, their their loosey goosey way mm-hmm. of acting. They did a really good job of those kinds of things, and how he displayed his want to make right, even if it wasn't right, but how he believed it. And uh, one moment that sticks out to me the most is when they are at the gravesite and how he poetically puts out there that it looks like it's uh it's gonna be well, i can't think of the. it's a terrible word. day for rain terrible, terrible day, day for rain, rain man. <laughs> <laughs> crying already <laughs> yeah, she, hawkeye is always on her like on her stuff where she's like she knows everything because she's like his bodyguard and there's more to it obviously for anyone who's watched but she knows everything and she's like wait what no it's not gonna it's like it's not rain oh yeah <laughs> yes, yes. 
it is a terrible day for me. you know like it just goes right into understanding and agreeing without anything else needing to be said and just even that level of response on top of the emotional moment that was i was like wow that's you know it, it moves you you know at least it moves oh, yeah. myself all right steph before before i we drown you out with tears here what's your next Oh my God! There's so to. many we could talk about. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna rapid fire some, and you t you pick between the three. Okay, <laughs> oh, rapid um, fire lightning round. See, we're gonna we're rapid fire. What makes me cry when I just single handedly <laughs> think about them? Okay, okay <laughs> so we've got Anohana, phenomenal okay. show. We've got Clanad. We've got Your Lion April. Those are top three right away that I think about. Um, majorly well, made me cry. It is the month of April. Let's just go ahead and pick that one right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it hits so hard in, in multiple ways, not only because the circumstances are very sad, but just because of how realistic it is. I think in a lot of ways, Slice of Life hit me even harder than the fantasy ones because mm. it's it's so realistic. You know, you're not in this fantasy world where you have superpowers and do this. And I still cry though, uh, like with my yeah, hero yeah. and other things. But when yeah. it really is just a person who's going through that internal dilemma, like, you know, or they're going through depression or just, just some real it, stuff. Like it's really easy to connect with. <laughs> I could yeah, absolutely. That's a great way of putting it. Oh my goodness. Cause like there is that that fantasy element, which is what's so nice about it, it allows the escapism. Mm -hmm. But that escapism still will also transcend a little bit into how we also perceive it too, right? Mm -hmm. So now when you're watching it again, and it's an anime, we I know that my skin looks like my skin, and, and the anime is more of this drawn art piece. I get it, folks. You know, I, I you I sure about that? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I got glasses for a reason. <laughs> so that's you know, but at the end of the day you're right like where now it's like those elements aren't a part of it it's just it sounds like conversations happening when you really get into it you you kind of forget that you're watching it as a cartoon or an anime mm -hmm. whatever you know that type of format and to where you're just hearing the voices because there's not the extra the big fight scenes there's not the you know um spells that are dazzling and all these all this craziness going on it's just really conversations and that makes sense to me how it could be that impactful um mm -hmm. even though you might not uh, assume it to be on like a slice of life yeah and especially because a lot of times when you have a more action-packed show you don't have as much time to grieve and i mean even with mm. fullmetal alchemist right you mm -hmm. have these people who are in the military, they had one day, you know, to grieve and then you can't really focus on it. But in a slice of life, yeah, a lot I of times you really true. you see like the effects for multiple days at a time, right, of how this character is getting eaten alive by their past traumas in some sort of way. And I think that's that's where it really hits me, you know, and you're like, Ooh, dang, <laughs> that's such a good way of putting it, because like it makes me think of a lot of times when I talk about speedrunning is I have speedrunners brain where it's a quick um cash clear you know like wait what happened you know, like if, if, if you don't say it again i'm gonna miss it because my brain clears it goes on to the next bit of information so like in those fantasy animes or those animes where maybe has more of a militaristic uh way that the armies are set up and therefore yeah it's the one day of grief you're right back into the story and then almost right back into action or some kind of twist that sets the plot line further and you've not that you've forgotten about it but you have to move on with your emotions to the next scene otherwise you're gonna, you're gonna get swept away yeah, and like, isn't it fascinating when you think about this, right? When you think of Full Metal Alchemist, maybe I'm wrong here, but is like your first instinct to talk about the moments that made you cry? I feel like with Full Metal, you talk about just how the story overall was amazing and the adventure of it all. But when you hear your line, April, the first thing that people are going to say is get your box of tissues ready. Like that emotional that's, ooh, scene that's, is the yeah. first thing that you think about, you know? 
That's a really good way of putting it. Now, granted, that's how I hear from a lot of people. I'm since I'm emotionally driven on a lot of my anime choices, especially which ones resonate with me, mm-hmm. that I would be much more akin to like, <laughs> you want to cry? Like, like, yeah. time. like, why do you, what's wrong with you, dude? Like, why do you want me to cry? No, no, I it's feel totally that. worth it. It's totally cool. Like, no, dude, that's not what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but it's, it's cool. I promise you. How about you, Flippity Flame? I don't like crying. Ah, okay. So <clears throat> you, you don't like <laughs> to connect with them in that manner is what you're saying. Not really. No, I try mm. not to. Okay. Just like, oh, that'd be neat. I mean, we talked about this last time, though. The Slice of Life ones are not for me. Right, the Slice of Life ones. Um, but obviously, any emotional connection, because if you're watching your different action uh, anime as well, some of them do put that in as a part of it. Like, for example, I know with Dragon Ball Z, which eventually, over time, you, you know, you got used to certain ideas. But in the very beginning, when a character died, it was monumental. Yeah. Even with Dragon Balls and things being a part of mm-hmm. it, it was very monumental. Still it was, but then it got to the point where it's like they were just going to the Walgreens down the street and ordering people back. They're like, wait, okay, so this is how the, <laughs> yeah, the right. works on this? Okay. Oh, oh man, we got to retrieve them twice. Right, we can do that. Cool, yeah, cool. You can do and that. So that, that goes away over time in that kind of one. And certain, you know, certain anime have that feel. Um, so therefore, you're not looking for that emotional resonance yeah. in your anime, even if your anime that you do watch eventually has it. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I think one that really, really stirred me emotionally mm-hmm. would be like Attack on Titan. Okay, okay those were because it's it's like you with that other show there's a couple in there that i've just like skipped because i'm like saw it once i don't need to see it again right exactly because there's sometimes it's just like whoa the way they did that it was it was was a little too much yeah this uh, was for me (laughs) there's too much grit in this this is just sand paste (laughs) right right no i can understand that absolutely uh for example an anime that i didn't expect uh an emotional resonance i just thought it was really cool i thought it was really hip it was fun it's space oriented and then you hit episode 24 and now the feels are for reals in cowboy (laughs) bebop ah so they really do that in that one don't they they give you like basically they two full seasons of, of just fun and then yeah. it's like oh here you go <laughs> it's like it's very interesting so basically like they're putting you through you know the first 23 episodes is almost really like spike is getting away from everything right like what you're enjoying right now is spike on this he's away from what his life was like then the last couple of episodes his, his real life is very sad and very tragic, and that's what you get to experience at the end. And it just went like, wow, this is real. <laughs> you know, one of those kinds of feels to me, and of course why it's my favorite anime of all time, is that that didn't ruin the experience for me. That That's actually what made it so good is that it has all this action going on. You're having a good time. And then it's like, and here's also a little, like where it really sticks in their universe where it's, it's real again. And it's like, whoa, 
okay? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not mm-hmm. all fun and games, you know? Th- these individuals really were just a ragtag group of uh, people that happened to meet up and did the best they can while they were with each other. It was just, yeah, it was really something special. I agree. So I know Flippity Flam and I have talked a little bit on why we would not rewatch certain uh <laughs> episodes <laughs> of certain series that we will watch the series again but nah, i'm not gonna watch that episode have you had any of those experiences steph where you're like i really like this but i'm gonna skip this one has any anime done that for you um i in terms of that i still really like the show and i just skipped that one episode or that yeah, i or no or longer watched or do i do a complete the draw um I don't think so. I I really like to feel things. So if it's done well and I'm bawling, it becomes one of my favorite episodes because I love that (laughs) connection that I can experience. I don't know. I, I, I really like I think it's a testament that they did a really great job if it can move me, because if I don't care about what's happening then I'm probably not going to rewatch the show ever again. And I love to rewatch the shows. Um, that make me feel the most and also then to get a new perspective on it i love to go back again and say you know what the first time it's a surprise and the second time leading up to it you can find the foreshadowings right i think a great Mm -hmm. example is steins gate is one of my favorite anime it's in my top three and it like that show is an emotional ride but there's also so much force it like i've watched that now five times i think like both that and zero it's it's other season and you don't pick up on certain things that you can only pick up on once you've gone through it once. And it's really cool. That makes sense. I've only watched the anime one time through and yeah, you really start to, uh, you'd be so surprised from episode one, what all of a sudden makes sense. Like the way they carefully crafted it so that if you literally were to rewatch it again, you'd be like, Oh my God, that makes so much sense. And like, it's just not noticeable the first go around that's that that makes sense because you're, you're trying to absorb so much at once you're not going to pick up on those little fine details right that were already laid mm-hmm. out in front of you that if you paid attention oh you kind of could see what's being presented to you as it goes along but it's like wait what's going on why are they running over to this room what just happened oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like for me if it's to the point where i need to skip it and it's like not like that all of a sudden is not enjoyable for me. Like if I need to like skip past and like, oh, man, like this crosses some of my personal boundaries, like I'm yes, not comfortable with it. Yes. That takes away from my overall enjoyment of the show to the point where for me to have to do that, because my tolerance is pretty good, I guess you could say. That means that like that's going to affect my whole impression of the show. Like, I don't think I could enjoy the show at all if there was a scene that made me do that. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's that's a really interesting uh, pr- perspective to learn too. Because, like, for, like I said, like I can, I'm able to actually separate that episode of again of cats. That's that's all. That's all you really need to know. You would know once you see it of the cats episode because they don't ever re-reference it again um, in any manner. Where at least it was going to be like I was like, oop, I'm feeling sick again. Um, that. I was able to separate that one, but I could see in maybe other scenarios where it's like, it's still a part of it or they flash back to it or, or something like, for example, if I was, if I had to always skip past the Edward, <laughs> Edward, see, because they, they reference it, you know, multiple times and you'd be like, Oh my gosh, I can't take this. I could see that, you know, really ruining like the <laughs> FMA experience, you know? Right. But, uh, and, and I think different people have different triggers. So know that I say that, I think that if you like, you still want to experience and enjoy the show, you should just skip the scenes that are too much for you. But I think for me, 
I love that whole experience. Like, I hate mm -hmm. the idea of having to skip. Like, that really, like, I don't know. It bugs me out. Like, I don't want to okay. have to skip it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I like that, though. Like, it's, it's it's a cool thing to hear from your perspective. You know, a connoisseur of anime, right? You're <laughs> like, I'll, I'll take this. I'll, I'll take a chance on this. Hey, you know, I, I gave it, like, eight episodes, and I just couldn't quite get into it. So I'm yeah. watching this now. You know, uh, like, I'll, I'll give an example. There was a newer, relatively newer anime called Goblin Slayer that got a lot of backlash for its first episode because oh. there was a very graphic scene at the end yeah. of the first episode and it's supposed to set the scene that this is like you know a, a, a fantasy world where anything could happen and there's like abuse and stuff but i was like i uh, know uh, i'm not okay with that and i just dropped the show like i didn't Boldly. skip it to see where it went i was like no thanks i can just watch a different show <laughs> yeah there's so there's it really depends yeah I, I, I can understand that feeling because there's some themes like I for, I, for example, enjoy psychological thriller animes, right? But a lot of psychological thriller animes really push the threshold of the psychological, you know, um, right. painting of the picture, right? And every now and then to me, because again, they're trying to create this, this dark or gruesome or whatever idealism that's going on that you need to understand the depth of this character or the shallowness of such characters and i'm like whoa you've now crossed my boundary right there that's mm -hmm. not cool like you, you you'd or you already had me with all these other convoluted things going on did you really need to do that part too like yeah ick. Dude, some of the <laughs> villains are just messed up yeah <laughs> In some of those psychological thriller ones, it, it almost makes you uh, makes you angry. Like you want to start yelling at the anime. Yeah, you know? <laughs> not gonna solve anything, right? But you want to start yelling at the screen, like, "How dare you? What is wrong with you?" I oh, now understand why my dad yells at football games. Now it all right. makes sense. <laughs> we just do it with the anime instead. Yeah, I can't believe you. That was disgusting. <laughs> Back on the whole overall emotional resonance, what are animes that have you ever had any that you felt were almost too happy where it, it didn't actually stick with you because it just didn't feel like there was substance to it? Has there been any animes that you've watched that have been like that? Ooh, let me think on that one. You got, I, I feel Philby uh, yeah. Flam could comment on that one since he isn't a slice of life fan. Uh, therefore, that would kind of fit to him. Is there any that stick out to you, Philby Flam? Man, wait, what was the question again? More so along the lines of you're watching it and there's nothing like bad happening, but more so along the lines like it's it's so it's happy, too happy, so, yeah, so flatliney where like you're like okay, nothing's nothing <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how I felt with that's how I felt with How to Train a Mummy. Right, right. That's what you were saying. Yeah, that's too happy, man. It's just, <laughs> and then you get to the season coup de gras, and there's some conflict, and it's not even that bad. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was, it was terrible. People, yeah, it was... people died. People died. I don't know what you're talking died. about. This is true, but nobody like, really care about. At the end, it lets you know that someone's <laughs> gonna die here, and it's gonna be that that perp or whatever. Like, it, it's in there. Yeah, it's no, I I get that much, but like, he was there for half an episode. I didn't care about him. Well, half an episode of a uh, twelve episode season. That's, that's true. That's like that's like three or four like, arcs in one piece. Yeah, right that, that, yeah exactly. I mean, you're talking about eight <laughs> percent of the entire series. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big role. That's a I want a big chunk, man. <laughs> I apologize for my transgressions. 
but along those lines so okay is there any other ones that stick out like God, that as what well? else was too happy <clears throat> i mean i had one that was a little too jarring the other way around okay and that was dead man wonderland Ah, oh, Devin Wonderland. Because that that was I when love I went. Except it ends like too short. Like, it does. It's very too uh, short. And you you stop caring it. about three quarters of the way through, and yeah. it's like, and you're like, but it's so short. I'm like, but I stopped caring. But it like it's oh. so jarring at the start. And this is the one that I was getting back into anime when it first came to Twitch. Somebody recommended it to me. It's like, sure, I'll watch that. And I was just so shocked. I was like, okay, I, I guess I'll watch this because I'm in. But then it right. just became so boring. And I'm like, how can this be boring of all things? That's so funny because I probably watched about half of that series uh, mm -hmm. and then stopped. I was like, I'll get back to it. And I never got back to it, but then as time went on, I heard people have that same type of feeling yeah. where it was like, yeah, it started out really good. And then it just went bland. I'm like, did I just, I got lucky enough to never get to the bland part. I just happened to stop before the bland part. You know, <laughs> probably. Disgusting. You really you know, like, did. Yeah. Really. It didn't do it any justice. It was like, what's the point of ending it like that? Is that, is that appropriate? Yeah. It's just, well, I think they just didn't. Either they didn't have the budget or it just feels like it stopped short. Like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. It's, oh man. So it stopped short. It didn't go too long. It didn't drag itself out. It just really. Yeah, I think if prove me wrong, I think it's only twelve episodes. It's yeah, not it's very long. short. Yeah. Yeah. So like okay. it, you really like you start to get into it, but there is too much more to need to <laughs> they, explain that twelve. God, episodes they put not... so much out there, and it's just like they don't explain anything. And oh, I'm like, wow, cool. great, fantastic. We're just all. But it is a really here. interesting concept. Like, yeah, I like the idea is. of it. And that's why I can't say it's a bad show. Like, give it a watch to see for yourself. But if you're someone where the ending is paramount, you know, like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. It's the, if you need closure, you'll never get closure from this show. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those, <laughs> will we get another season? Oh, we're not. Okay. <laughs> It's funny you say that in regards to we'll get another season, an anime that I loved, The Adventures of Sinbad. God, I love that oh, one too. Oh, yeah. Love that one. God, that which was eventually, so good. that but that that one's like a super prequel to um oh gosh, something magi. Ma yeah, Magi or Matt. Yeah, oh, I don't know how you say Magi it. I don't right. Not, I don't ever say it correctly. I say it from like a different game's pronunciation. Uh, yeah. It. Um, but yeah, there's there's two other ones that go with and those are very enjoyable, but there's like this huge long gap. I want to say almost like eight to 10 years because he's so much older in that series where mm -hmm. I'm like, well, what? you could totally go back and like, it'd be so good. You just ended it like, but you. Yeah, but what about the dungeons, more. man? Like. Yeah, the dungeons, <laughs> all the dungeons. No, like it was so good. And I was like, it made me so sad that they didn't have like a second season to that one because it felt like they, they just cut it right there. And it's like, no. Nope, this is where we're going with this. I'm like, oh, I like the other stuff. God, but I so love many one. good ones just cut short or just didn't know how to finish. Right. So, Steph, are there any that were too happy that had no traction for you? You're like, gosh, I just there's there's no depth to this. It just feels like it's just going all in one flow and I'm just not flowing with it. So I've been thinking about this while we've mm -hmm. been chatting. I will say there have definitely been anime where they have no traction, but it's never going to be because they're too happy. I'm a pretty bubbly, optimistic well, right? person. So for me, <laughs> seeing happy-go-lucky adventures or like comedies, like even like Hitalia is like a funny, happy-go-lucky anime. And I love that show. Like it's their little okay. five-minute episodes where the countries are personified for those who don't know. 
and you know they're just reenacting history and you have italy with this white surrender flag like during the wars and it's it's very cute and hilarious um that's a very happy-go-lucky show i love that i have no problem with that lucky star is pretty funny like happy-go-lucky i enjoy that one but when you say if there are shows that have had no traction i definitely have them but uh, maybe this is a sign, right? That I don't even remember. Like, I'm trying to pick, is there one that I was like, yeah, this is okay. I definitely remember telling friends, yeah, I watched this and it was all right, I guess. But I think mm -hmm. I've already forgotten it. And usually it's because I just don't connect with the characters or I don't feel wow. like I have a reason to care about them versus even if they're really happy, like maybe they're ambitious, right? And maybe yes. that's what I'm attracted to. Or, you know, maybe they're really silly and it makes me laugh. And that's the reason I'm invested in that show. Like that's enough to keep me in it. But there are definitely some shows where I'm like, oh, like that's all right. I was almost going to say uh, ReZero. However, I, I I stuck it out with ReZero and like I am enjoying it now. So I, I wouldn't say that I like dropped it or anything like that. But okay. I was not a fan of Subaru, who's the main character. Like I just even though for a lot of people they love like the way his character is and the way he needs to grow as a person. I'm like, I, I don't like you. Like, I, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to watch your adventure. Like, no, thank you. Like, I, I'm just not a fan. I'm like, these girls deserve better like than you. Right. <laughs> um, That's a good but, point. Too. Uh, yeah. But I have another friend who's like, no, I love like the way Subaru deals with his mental struggles. Like that's mm. something I relate to. And, and they really like that. And I'm just there like, he mistreated this girl so bad i'm so mad like <laughs> how dare you and then then both they both like love like the two love interests are like fawn over him like he does not treat you well <laughs> like <laughs> but, do this. how how come but um yeah i'm sorry i can't give like an answer to like a mediocre show i just can't think about one I i'm sure like off this podcast I'll be like oh yeah there was this show that i was like yeah this was all right but. Gotcha. Okay. But that's also again kind of it's it shows your way of of taking on anime. And if it's if it's something that doesn't actually resonate, it's kind of it goes to the the background and kind of fades away over time for you. Yeah, and I don't remember it. These other ones that take up a, a good space of your space because you really did enjoy them because they meant something to you. Mm hmm I always try to find meaning in everything I watch. So I think that if I can't find a meaning, oh that's that's a sign of something because I really dig. I love the symbolism in anime. I love being yes. able to interpret it and and apply it to my day to day life because I think that's something. I mean, this is going more into Stefo's philosophies on life, but I think what we can get out of fiction is more about ourselves and our morals. Like because even though it's not you in that scenario, it's almost like a thought experiment, right? Like what if you were in that situation or what if you were in this world? What would that be like? And so I don't know. I always sit with myself and think about those things. So if I have a show where I'm like, I got nothing. Like, I'm like, man, all right, it's going away. Goodbye. I can go think about a different show. And I'm I'm actually glad. Let's let's wrap it up on these. Uh, this finishing idea for the show here is that when you're talking about the idea of getting wrapped up on into it, where I know for myself a few different animes that got my brain thinking. How would I? My, when I'm in this, how would I deal with it? So uh, three anime that pop in my mind right now are Death Note. Dude, oh, that's what I was going to say, too. I'm like, that one. Trigun and then Space Dandy. So oh, all three of these ones Dandy. obviously are, are, are really different, even though space is kind of a common theme. And then, you know, um, other natural is a theme to kind of also throw in there as the mix with it. But very, very choice based animes. 
Now, there's other things going on where you might not realize that the first time watch. I've watched all these animes at least two times through. Um, try again. I, I, I've lost count now. Uh, but those that thought process and, and everything where it's like, what would I do here? You know, and then you have your initial emotional reaction where you're like, kill him. Right. But then like you, you actually think about it. You take the moment like, wait. I don't know. Like, I don't think I would do that. Actually, that doesn't. Death Note is such a cool show. I mean, throwback to our <laughs> villains episode. If you haven't listened yes. to it, you might want to get some really cool insights from it. We talk about Death Note. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Continue. I don't want to cut you off before you get. To oh no, that, that was perfect. That was perfect. Actually, mm -hmm. second way into the idea of just that process of those animes to me when you said that that's what i think of when it comes to decision or how you'd plug yourself into it not that you wouldn't in all the animes but those just resonate right in provoking way what are those like for you i know it sounds like flib was already thinking death now were there any others oh man code Geass again throwback to our villains episode when i think about choices and more morality yes. and things like that Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have you, I don't know if you guys have read Death Note actually came out with a one shot. Was it a year or two ago where it was like an extra side story, but it was so well crafted. I highly really? recommend the read. It was not animated, but it was written by the same author and oh, uh, it's, cool. it's a short read, but it's like, it hits like Death Note does. Like it's, it's very good. So I recommend I'm, it. Cause I'm I'd good. be curious on your thoughts on that. There's like a whole morality debate there too, as always with Death Note. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I'll, I'll definitely be uh, messaging you after the show to get get the, the link to that, because that sounds like that'd be a pretty cool thing to check out. My goodness, mm -hmm. I, I didn't know about that. Flippity Flam, are there other anime that stick with you besides Death Note when it comes to a, a perspective based in when you're putting yourself into it and you're making these decisions that you would you put yourself in that? Man, hmm. I'm trying to think like growing up, I think it was like Gundam Wing, like the original okay. one there. So I think the main character there, there, a lot of different moral choices to do. Right. Because, I mean, that was uh, an anime that really was separating the idea of, you know, of course, the gun was supposed to be protecting, I guess, the public is the, the best public. Way, uh, yeah, I think is and what yet, it was. They're, they're not necessarily doing it in the most morally or ethical way. No. Yeah. The, the original Gundam. The original one was terrible. They just they killed a lot of people in that one. <laughs> a lot of people died. So that's not the decision you would have made, is what you're saying. No, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you you think about it as a kid, and like you're like, oh, look at the pretty explosions in the background. Then you rewatch it as an adult, and like, oh my god, that all oh, that's people. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like that's, oh oh my gosh, it's so great that you say that because I was just thinking about that from the Space Dandy. Uh, yeah, story. there's an episode where uh, Space Dandy has to is is paid as a bodyguard for uh, Scarlet because Scarlet's got a stalker ex boyfriend and he's now <laughs> trying to resurface. Okay, they finally thwart him with an impromptu out of nowhere kiss that finally makes him break his spell and he has to he just loses his mind and starts firing everywhere. However. He's just firing everywhere. You're like, oh my gosh, explosions. Ha ha, funny. Wait, he just took out like all this stuff. What about the people? Ah. Feels like a D&D &D session where all your actions <laughs> have consequences. And you're yeah. like, oh, we took out the big bad guy. Oh no, all this also happened. <laughs> yes, all this also happened. Uh, so are there other any anime words? Are words there other are anime <laughs> that also stick out like that for you, Steph? Oh, 
I mean, I think I mentioned a lot of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just really cool that ultimately, like, kind of going back to what, like, our overall topic is with, like, Don't Cry, it's just an anime. It's really cool to think about just the ways that these shows impact us, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I think it's amazing if we can sit and have a discussion about something that we wouldn't have otherwise had... That's so cool. And that's really yeah. special. Like, even though you might not ever be in space having to do this specific thing, like maybe there's another situation that is kind of similar where not everything is black and white and the things are gray and you kind of get to live through that and kind of experience that with anime. And I think that's awesome. You know, it, it, I'm so glad you say that, too, because there's a lot of these things. I'm, I assume I'm never going to be in a position to experience them because of the, you know, uh, fantasy like nature of them. But again could take from the perspective as an example of trigon who doesn't or vash in trigon who never wants to kill anybody right like Mm -hmm. he wants to solve the situation without killing anyone but he himself is taking on all of this again you can check that out from our favorite heroes episode Mm -hmm. he goes through a lot of bs (laughs) to go ahead and try to live by this ideal and one of his best friends nicholas wolfwood is telling him you are not going to get lucky every single time doing it this way you got it you know and even though he's telling him that eventually even wolfwood's like i maybe should have thought about this differently how they both with their perspectives impacted each other which then led to them choosing their both best paths by the time the anime is said and done it's just it's i I thought that was a really impactful thing and and it's really cool that anime uh can bring up these types of thoughts these these feelings also create these kind of connections like i have with philby flam and stuff of anime and it just lets you know that you know i might cry over an anime but uh, it's totally worth it with friends like these oh absolutely i love that we get to share the experience and that's the other cool thing right it's not only do you get to experience it on an individual level you then get to go to your friends and be like what did you think and then that's exactly. where you get that perspective where you have someone be like dude you that made you cry like no thanks not not for me and then you have other people like yeah i was crying the whole time and <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get to bond with your friends over something and isn't that the coolest it's definitely the best oh my goodness thank you so much for your time once again steph oh thanks for having me it's always a blast anytime you have anything anime you want to discuss i'll i'll love to come on and get all philosophical with you about it because it's it's always a blast (laughs) i enjoy the enthusiasm because it helps us too because we can get stuck in a little specific niche of our conversation and with your additional perspective it always opens it up so we're being as um broad as possible with our way of thinking so that we are taking in other perspectives so it's like wait you know that's that's a good point on that mm-hmm. fam, as always thanks for joining oh thank me you with Jen. it's really really cool well steph well let's not leave it there some people i don't know how they don't know about you by now but if they don't <laughs> What is the best way for them to find you? Give us your bit. Oh my goodness. Well, hello. My name is Steph, a.k.a. Steph of Anime on Twitch and YouTube and any other social media platforms that you can find me on. Uh, I live stream on Twitch almost every single day at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And yeah, that's the basic gist about me. (laughs) How wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today, Steph. Thanks for having me. And dreamers, thank you for listening. Flamily as always. Bye bye.